electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Analysts have been raising concerns about the increased concentration in mega cap tech for a while now with a little impact on those names is now a time for a pullback. That's the focus of today's Tech Check with Bob Just welcome by. The show. Here I yeah. am just to see Sarah and my old friend Carl. You know what's important? People are trying to get their, their hands around a $3 trillion market cap for, for Apple. And they're using all sorts of interesting examples. But the immediate cause is what's happening today is a little stability in tech. After last week, we saw some big declines in some of the semiconductor names. This was partly on concerns about higher rates. Look at this. Intel is down 9%, AMD, high single digits. So there's a little bit of a pullback last week, and the big cap tech was in focus. We have seasonally lower volumes coming after the end of the quarter this week. Sky-high valuations and prices and the higher rates really putting pressure on tech last week. So take a look here. Chris Harvey over uh, at Wells Fargo struggling to try to convey what's $3 trillion dollars. Well, I'm pointing out, you know, that's the GDP of France. That's an interesting way to convey this. And I see this a lot now. It's a way of just explaining how big these companies have become. How about Microsoft is bigger than Italy right now, the GDP of Italy, 2.2 trillion versus 2.5. How about Alphabet is as big as Mexico right now, 1.7 trillion versus 1.6 trillion. How about Tesla is bigger than Taiwan? 839 billion versus Taiwan, 791 billion dollars. And I think the key point here is none of this is having any impact on the bulls that are out there. Dan Ives over at Wedbush, their argument is very simple. Forget about these numbers. They're going to get bigger because AI is the secret sauce that's going to drive P.E. ratios up, valuations higher overall. And there may be true on that, but it does matter. Valuations do matter at some point and P.E.s matter and even uh, overall market capitalization. And by the way, nobody is saying that this is an apples to apples. I got a couple of comments on Twitter from people saying, you know, it's not really fair to do the comparison. But how do you convey what $3 trillion is? How big that is? Remember they used to do 10 years ago, a trillion dollars was a stack of $1,000 bills, 67 miles high or something silly like that? Well, that was a way of conveying how big a trillion dollars is. $3 trillion is the GDP of France. Now, people say that, really? I didn't think about that. No, I think it makes sense, size and scope. What are, what are the valuations, though? On these, on these mega market capitalizations? Like, how expensive are they? Oh, they're, they're 25, 35. I mean, Amazon's been trading for ridiculous multiples for a long time. And they ha the fact is, it hasn't dropped that much. So the market is placing extremely high valuations on these companies because, partly now, of the AI revolution. And they believe that that multiple is now justified. This is Dan I's argument. has been doing this for over a year. He's been saying this is why. And so far, he's been right. absolutely right on the idea. Welcome back to Power Lunch. Time now for Tech Check. UBS today downgrading Alphabet shares to neutral from a prior buy, saying the stock has limited upside and monetizing AI will be difficult in the near term. So let's bring in Lloyd Walmsley, the analyst making that call. Uh, Lloyd, the Alphabet shares have been a powerhouse. They've been kind of generally helping the old communication services sector do that thing that it does so well in growth times. 
This is as much a valuation call, right? I mean, there's not much left in the tank, but it's not a bad stock. Yeah, I think that's fair characterization. We, you know, the stock hit our target. We looked through our model. We've been doing lots of work on this space. We found, you know, we think there's upside to 132, 7% upside. It's not enough to sustain the buy. And when we look at other stocks we cover, uh, Amazon being one, Meta being another, we think they have more clean plays on generative AI that are clearly positive. Whereas with Alphabet, there's still some things that could move the other way against them related to this trend, at least in the near term. So we, we wanted to step to the sidelines and instead focus our uh, our bullish energy on Meta and Amazon. OK, so we're, we're going to get to that in just a moment here. The, the, the fact that you even bring up Meta and Amazon in the context of Alphabet when it comes to things like generative A.I., suggests almost points directly to a competition element. And that is probably one of the center points of your thesis about this kind of move to the sidelines. Take us through that competitive dynamic and what sticks out to you the most with regard to Alphabet versus Meta versus Amazon. Yeah, it's a it's a great question. And I think when this first this theme first came about, most people were worried about ChatGPT, and then Bing taking query share from Google. And I think after Google's I.O. conference keynote, people felt a lot better that you know, we saw the product coming out of Google. It looked very good. They integrated a lot of their other assets into it. Um, but what's interesting that, that has um, started to um, give us a little bit of concern is looking at what Snap has rolled out in, in terms of an AI chatbot and then hearing about what uh, Meta's planning to roll out, you actually could see that as kind of a new risk on the radar competitively. And I, again, I don't think this is something people are really talking about yet, but I think it's going to become more problematic as part of the narrative around Alphabet over the next few months. And so uh, while I think a lot of people priced in limited competitive risk from this point, we don't think they're totally out of the woods yet. Lloyd, it's Kelly. Can you just explain to me how generative AI helps meta in the metaverse specifically, which I don't want to go so far as to say doesn't exist yet, but you know. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's that interesting um, for the stock anytime soon as it relates to the metaverse. What the company has talked about is um, it will be easier to go from to build out new universes using generative AI in the metaverse. So there are some interesting applications, but not ones that we think of as needle moving for the stock for Meta anytime soon. Now, now when it comes to this, I, you know, as a lay person, when I think of like the, the artificial intelligence, generative AI stuff that we've been, we've been talking about, the, the first thing that came to mind, and it was years ago, was voice assistants, right? We had Siri for Apple. We had Alexa. Every time I think of generative AI, I think of Alexa, because I ask Alexa for everything right now, just like I say, OK, or hello, Siri, or OK, Google. Is it now a race for these megas to solidify what that next chapter of generative AI is supposed to be, but but beyond just a chat bot or a voice assistant? I mean, Microsoft had Cortana. We don't really hear about her anymore. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think a lot of those these those technologies ended up being disappointing. I mean, my young kids love their Alexas. I don't really use it for a lot, but I think when you when you start to use you know the new Bing, ChatGPT, um, some of these technologies, 
uh, even Snapchat's MyAI, they're actually pretty helpful. And I think there will be there will be a lot of people using these. There already are a lot of people using these. And what I think is likely to happen is there will be um, verticalization of these. You know, you'll have different chatbots for different use cases, and that's one of the one of the risks for Google. I think they've done a good job with vertical search, kind of not letting that get away from them. But I think it may be harder here, um, given. The, the players involved, the players who are developing technology here. Um, but more than anything, it's just we, we just don't know yet. And that, I think, has to you have to factor that into the multiple. All right. Lloyd Walms at UBS with the downgrade of Alphabet to neutral from buy. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com.